0: There are studies that find that um, as high as thirty to fifty percent of firefighters likely have sleep apnea. Kansas Sky Media. This is Code Three, the podcast for firefighters. Now, here's your host, Scott Orr.
1: That's right, and I will not let Parkinson stop me. Thank you for joining me again on Code 3. Hey, how's the quality of your sleep when you're on duty? How about when you're off duty? Odds are it's not really very good. Firefighters are likely to have sleep disorders, and they can lead to disastrous consequences. My guest today has some advice about getting better sleep. Dr. Sarah Jenke is the director of the Center for Fire, Rescue, and EMS Health Research at the National Development and Research Institutes. And she's joining us now. Dr. Jenke, welcome to Code 3. Well, thanks for inviting me. How common are sleep problems among firefighters?
0: Um you know sleep is a big issue for a lot of firefighters, just given the shift work and um you know obviously the interrupted sleep for volunteers there's you know they're awake um or they're on call twenty four seven for career a lot of them are up all night so sleep is a um is a big issue for a lot of folks
1: What's the most common sleep disorder among firefighters?
0: So there have been a couple studies on this topic, and what they found is that sleep apnea is one of the most common, um, which is not surprising given the shift work and kind of the, the um, interrupted circadian rhythms that firefighters face. There are studies that find that um, as high as you know, 30 to 50% of firefighters likely have sleep apnea, um, but other sleep disorders are, are pretty common too in this, in this group.
1: So what is the impact of getting poor quality sleep on duty?
0: Uh, unfortunately it's it's significant kind of for everything. You know, good sleep is um, what regulates the circadian rhythms in your body. And so pretty much every process in your body is related to the way your body runs through those circadian rhythms. So in terms of getting bad sleep, unfortunately, shift work in the literature is related to pretty much every bad health outcome, everything from um, gaining weight, because your body doesn't ever have that time to cycle into the the time when you're going to start burning fat to um, problems, you know, you see shift work uh, having higher rates of things like depression and anxiety, post-traumatic stress, just because of all those, of those same things. So, uh, kind of one of the underrated issues, I think, in the fire service ge- the population in general, too.
1: Now, you mentioned sleep apnea, and I'm curious because I thought sleep apnea was not caused by a bad sleep pattern. I thought it was caused by physical problems.
0: It is. And, you know, it's kind of one of those cycles where if you have sleep apnea, you get worse sleep. And if you get worse sleep, you're more likely to have sleep apnea. So it's kind of it tends to be when your body can't breathe when, um, you know, for whatever reason, when you're sleeping. And so it wakes you up. So it kind of a, it's it's a cycle where worse sleep apnea leads to worse sleep and worse sleep can lead to worse sleep apnea. So it's it's kind of both. Um, it's It's bad in all directions.
1: It sounds like it. So then, what can we do about these problems?
0: I think one of the most important things is, especially with regards to sleep disorders, is to be aware of what the symptoms are and get tested. Um, if there is an issue, if you think that you might have sleep apnea or some other sleep disorder, to find a, a good sleep medicine doctor, there are some really easy um, at-home tests now that they that you can do that can diagnose you and everything from CPAPs to different ways, to depending on what is causing your um your apnea. It can. There are some like uh, ways that you can readjust your jaw at night with a dental um, with a dental device. There are CPAP machines. All sorts of different options for that. Now they're even coming out with some that are just electrical stimulation for your body. Um, so I think making sure if you have any symptoms, being aware of what the symptoms of sleep disorders are. If you have any symptoms of a sleep disorder, check, getting that checked out and kind of following it closely. And then I think, you know, for sleep quality overall, there are a lot of opportunities, um, in the fire service, you know, the appropriate use of caffeine. So not drinking caffeine all day every day, but using it. And then, um, for departments especially where firefighters are going to be really busy at night, using some naps in between. And, and actually, one of the best ways is to drink a little bit of caffeine and then take a quick, you know, 10, 15 nap. They're finding even that can be restorative. And then, um, you know, being obviously getting as good a sleep as you can off duty, things like, um, you know, sleep promoting environments, so dark environments um, that are cool and comfortable and having, you know, trying to limit, to you know, get your body used to when you go to bed, that being kind of where you sleep instead of where you go and watch TV or read or, or things like that.
1: Now, you mentioned symptoms. What symptoms should we be looking out for?
0: Um, well, one of them that, that a lot of people see, which um, seems obvious is that you're just very sleepy all the time. But being aware of how, you know, um, typically if you're getting good sleep, you shouldn't be like falling asleep while um, doing other activities. But so some of it is just if you're really tired all the time, that can be one of the symptoms. But then also, you know, asking the people whether there are other firefighters in the bunk or your wife or husband, you know, if you're snoring loud, if they're noticing that consistently, that can be one of the signs or symptoms. Um, If you have... It, uh, periods of apnea where you quit breathing at night or you wake yourself up gasping or you're, um, the people who can hear you sleep hear you gasping, those can all be signs too.
1: And so if people can hear that or if you know that you snore, is it time to get a sleep test or what?
0: Yeah, you know, I would say Start with um, if it's pretty severe. I think depending and depending on your insurance, obviously, sometimes you'll need a referral. I would at least talk to a primary care physician. But um, yes, there are a lot of really great sleep medicine physicians out there who specialize in this, and it's really um, it's really a pretty easy process to go in and, and get tested. Um, there are some risk factors that they'll ask you about. You know whether you have family members with sleep apnea. Um, you're at higher risk if you're overweight or obese. Um, that, you know there there are several risk factors will ask you about those. There are also some online kind of screening tests that you can you just, and even just Google, there are several good ones out there that you can kind of click, and if you're at a high risk um, based on that, take that into your physician and, and get a referral for a sleep study.
1: I think people generally feel like being overweight is a factor and that it's a cause in sleep apnea. Does that mean that firefighters who are in good shape don't need to worry about sleep disorders?
0: you know it's a lower you have a lower chance of a of a sleep disorder if you're lower weight but it's really been underdiagnosed and it's something that is really you're, you're you know you're at higher risk if you're overweight or obese but even if you're in pretty good shape you can still have sleep apnea so there are folks who in it, who are just their body is built in a way that it um you know that it obstructs it obstructs their breathing when they sleep. So it's something that you're less likely to have if you're not overweight or obese, but it can you know, it can kind of happen to anyone.
1: Okay, Dr. Sarah Janky, thanks for being with us today on Code 3.
0: Yeah, thank you.
1: And, of course, there are links to more information about sleep disorders on our website, code3podcast.com sleep. Check them out. Here's a trivia question for you. On the TV show Rescue Me, on what rig did the Dennis Leary character ride? I'll have the answer right after we hear from Holly.
0: We need your help, but it'll be easy. Just go to wherever you got this podcast and leave us a rating and review. It'll only take a minute, but it will help other listeners find us. Why do you care? Because the more people who listen, the bigger our community becomes. And the bigger our community, the better Code 3 becomes. It's kind of like the Brotherhood itself. So when you get a second, leave us a rating and quick review.
1: And thanks. All right. On Rescue Me, Tommy Gavin, played by Dennis Leary, was assigned to 62 Truck at the FDNY. Good show. Weird, but good. That's it. That's all for this edition of Code 3. Thank you for listening, and as always, I'm Scott Orr, and I'll see you later. Code 3 is a production of Enchanted Sky Media. To get in contact with us, visit Code3Podcast.com.
0: And if you haven't subscribed yet, you should. Don't miss an episode. Find us at the Apple iTunes Store, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts.